what a wonderful song, and uh, what a blessing to be able to sing with your mom on Mother's Day. When it comes to parenting, uh, it, is, it has been said by, by many, and it has been uh, probably lived out by, by many, uh, that you're either managing behaviors or you're mentoring hearts. Uh, you're either having to uh, do a, an attitude adjustment uh, or you're, you're trying to shed light and encourage and bring along uh, in certain matters. And as you find in, in, in the world in which we live in and, and the things that you're seeing, we'll look at some things in the Word of God this morning because I desire but one thing this morning, and that is to ultimately exalt our Savior, but I want to encourage the mothers this morning. And this morning, we find many mothers in our service this morning that no doubt desire and need encouragement. And on this Mother's Day, not only do we want to say Happy Mother's Day to all of you, but we pray that you will uh, have a, a wonderful day, an encouraging day. Psalm, in, the, in Proverbs 31, as you make your way there, Proverbs 31, we come to a, a chapter in the Word of God. And also on this Mother's Day, two things began to run through my mind. One word that you find in Scripture, and then obviously we'll park in Proverbs 31 here in just a few moments. But I want you, as you make your way to the book of Proverbs, verse 1 of chapter number 31, you see we often overlook the first seven to eight verses in this psalm, or in this Proverbs here. We often just go directly to the end of this Proverbs and we look at a couple of verses that are well known and that we, we have memorized and all these many things. But notice what the Bible says at the end of verse number one of Proverbs 31. It says, the prophecy that his mother taught him. Notice that phrase, his mother taught him. And as you think about Proverbs 31, you think about one word that probably jumps to your mind. It jumps to mind for sure as I think about the training and all of what goes into uh, parenting. And as you think about mothers and motherhood and all of that is the word nurture. It's the word nurture. There was a, a pastor who was preaching through his his... his a series of classes that they had offered at their church. And he had a mother who had come up to him and say, said very simply, Pastor, you keep using this one word, and I don't quite understand what that word means. And that word was nurture. And at that point in time, as he began to explain the word nurture and nurturing and all of that, it became very clear to him and it became very clear to her why her children were not living for the Lord like she thought they should have been. She began to realize that while the home was filled with love and that she cared for her children and that she wanted to do what she could for her children, she never nurtured her children like she should have. So she looked at the, the pastor and looked at him very simply and just said, that was not present in my, my parenting. With tears in her eyes, the pastor looked at her and said, well, you can still do it. Nurture. The word nurture very simply speaks of teaching, it speaks of training, of bringing up, of educating, of cultivating continuously in a child's life. I am out of my home that I grew up in. I have a stepfather who loves me, I have a mother who loves me, I have a dad in Indiana and a stepmom in Indiana. And while I appreciate and love each and every single one of them, I moved out of the home when I was 18, went to Bible college and back and forth from there, you know, would intern at a 
churches or did camp. Or, so I wasn't in the home after I turned 18 very much, maybe a couple of months a year if I were you know, visiting or whatever the case might be. And then right after I graduated from college, I went on staff here at Gateway Baptist Church in July. And so I was only in the home for about a month after I had graduated. And then I had gotten married. And I remember all of the memories. I remember all the many things that we used to do as a family. I remember all of the, 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 the treasures that I cherish today. I remember the times with my mother and all those. And I look back and I cherish those memories. We have in our house, my mom, a couple of years ago, gave me their old VCR player. Now, some of you are laughing because you know what that is. Some of these teenagers and children might not know what a VCR player is. And, uh, and I know, after I get done preaching, you'll walk up to me and say, yeah, you know what a VCR player is, but do you know what, and whatever was, you know, then you'll look at me and say, do you know what that is? And I'll look at you and say, no, I've never heard of that. You know, that's just how, that's just how time works. But at my house, we have a VCR player, and we have the old cassettes. We'll plug right into it. And there's home videos of me growing up. And uh, playing outside, I have videos of me outside when my dad was cutting the grass and he'd be cutting the grass and I'd be following him with a little lawnmower that I had. I have videos of me playing inside. I have videos with the cats that we grew up with. I have videos of me and my brother. All of these many videos. But there are a couple of videos that I remember distinctly as I uh, had these memories popping through where there are a couple of times whenever baby Josh was whining. Guess who I wanted? I wanted Mama. Mama was always there. Mama was there when I started playing sports. Mama was there when I uh, was at church. Mama would send me to, to church camp. Mama was there whenever uh, we had children. She flew in and she met Jackson at the airport and she met Holly. And, and I remember all of these many times, Mama was there. Mama's always there. Me and my mom talk just about daily. Uh, if I can get her work schedule right most of the time, then we'll pretty much talk every single day. I remember growing up and thinking about that day whenever I was going to move out of the house. But I'll tell you what, I have a close relationship with my mama. To this day, we have a close relationship. And I remember growing up, and that word nurture was something I was able to experience. The teaching, the training, the bringing up, the educating, the cultivating. One year, my mom worked at the school that we went to, and she wanted just to be with us. And I remember if I was out of line at school... That was the only time I, I hated having my mom close by. If I was at school and I got in trouble, Mama was right there, and she was straightening me out pretty quick. But I remember all of those many memories. But can I tell you that times have changed. So much has changed. And on this Mother's Day, we come to Proverbs 31, and I want you to think about this phrase one more time. His mother taught him. This morning, we come to a Proverbs that is known as a, a Proverbs over a virtuous woman. But not only was she a virtuous woman, she was also a mother. And as you think about her, and you think about what this portion of Scripture deals with, I want to encourage you and I want to bring some things to your attention this morning that I pray will be a help to you. If you were to summarize this woman or this mother in Proverbs 31, you could summarize her by about five things that jump off the page of this Proverbs here. The first one is that she was a very diligent person. I think that is something that jumps off the page. We're going to dig a little deeper here in a few moments and notice a couple of things other than these five. But she was diligent. She had compassion. She was a, a person who had a servant's heart. She was wise and she was kind. 
But this morning we come to this Proverbs and I want you to notice a couple of things that jump right off the page as we notice six things about this woman that I want to preach a message entitled, This Mother. You see, this morning I want to encourage you and I want to make sure that we make it a point that we strive to be a blessing to you. But more than that, I want to encourage you to be this mother. You see, we live in a world today where you're not seeing that type of motherhood as you once did. And we have many blessings this morning as women have showed up, mothers have showed up trying to be this mother that we're going to find in Scripture. But we live in a world today that laughs whenever a mom says, I just want to be a mother to my children. We live in a world today whenever you're trying to parent your child the right way or do what you think is best for your children, the world looks at you and mocks you and laughs at you. This is the world that we live in. The expectation in our day and age for children to live a higher way than our parents live is seen all across this world. You're seeing these things that are being talked about and dealt with over and over. I've seen it time and time again where a parent expects their child to live one way, yet they're willing to live like the devil every single day. I've seen it where the the children want them to to be children of respect and give respect to others, yet all they see in the home is disrespect. I've seen it time and time again where they want their children to be kind, yet all they see is a home that is filled with hate. We say, I want my children to be, be wise and make the right decisions. Well, guess who they're following? Mama and Daddy. And so this morning, can I encourage you to be this mother? Notice what the Bible says in verse number 10. Who can find a virtuous woman, for her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it, and with the fruit of her hand she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household. For all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. When he sitteth among the elders of the land, she maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girls unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom and her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her children, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. These verses that we've just read is where we'll find ourselves this morning. I want to preach a message entitled, This Mother. Let's go, Lord, in prayer, and then we'll find ourselves here. Lord, we do thank you. Lord, we rejoice in the day we've had so far. We thank you for the mothers that are in attendance. Lord, we want to be a blessing to them. Lord, we want to encourage them. Lord, I know that we're living in different times, and Lord, I pray that you'd raise up a generation of mothers who 
by the grace of God, Lord, will fear you, who will live for you, a Lord who will love you and serve you and raise their children up for you, and a Lord live a holy and righteous life for you. I pray that you'd raise up a generation of mothers, Lord, who look to you and not to the world's opinions. Lord, that you'd raise up a generation of mothers who experience the grace of God like none other. Lord, I pray that you would do a work in our midst. Lord, that you would help us to be an encouragement to all the mothers that are in attendance. And Lord, as we go into tomorrow, Lord, that that wouldn't be something that we only celebrate once a year. Lord, that we'd be thankful for our mothers. Lord, we rejoice in the opportunity you've given those mothers to be parents. Lord, I pray that you would be with every single one of us. Lord, I pray that you'd guide us and direct us, strengthen us, and help us. And we'll thank you for it. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. This morning as we come to Proverbs 31, some of you might not be a parent right this very moment, but that might be in your future. And there are some things in this Proverbs right here that you can learn and you can glean from, not only from a mother's perspective as she taught her son, but also from a woman as you think about being a godly woman for the Lord and leading in a direction that is unseen anymore, a direction that is following God and living for the Lord and loving Him and raising her children up. Notice with me the first thing we see in verses 10, 11, and 12, we see the Bible says, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Notice in verses 10, 11, and 12, we see that she stood righteously. This woman, this mother, stood righteously. Can I encourage every single woman that is present this morning, every single lady, every single mother, that you stand righteously for the Lord. We see in this portion of Scripture a verb that is used and that we have heard and that we want to define this morning. That word is virtuous. That word virtuous speaks of one who is strong, one who has character, one is, that is of integrity, if you would. This woman was a strong woman. She was a woman who had character, one of integrity. This morning we have many titles that are given to moms. We have the titles that are given, some might call themselves a minivan mom. Some might call themselves a sports mom or the the cool mom or the fun mom or whatever you want to entitle yourself before you put the word mom there. But can I encourage you that it's rare and very rare, I say this, that you hardly ever hear someone say, you know what, my mom... Not only was she a soccer mom, not only was she a, a minivan mom, or not only was she with a cool mom, but you know what stood out to me the most is if someone were to say she was a righteous lady, she loved the Lord. Not only did she love the Lord, she lived for the Lord. Hey, as we were raised in the home, she taught us the things of God, and we were raised to, to go to church and to, to make sure that we spent time alone in God's Word because she understood the importance of having a, a personal relationship. You know, there's coming a day when every single mother and every single father, Father Day is just, Father's Day is just around the corner. We're going to be dealing with fathers and encouraging the men. There's coming a day when we will be off of the scene and that our children will look and they'll say, you know what, can I just describe my mom? Can I just describe my dad? Can I wonder this morning if one of those things that will be said is that they were a righteous person? You see, the Bible says in verse number 10, who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Not only was she a virtuous woman, as you see that statement being made, but in verse 11 it says, 
the heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She was a woman that was trustworthy. You could count on her. She was always there. She was always the one that was going to make sure everything was held together. As you think about Mother's Day, many of you men who are married to your wives, I'm sure that as you were to describe the home in many of those days, one of the things that you would say was that she held everything together, made everything go smoothly. Verse number 12, the Bible says, She will do of him good and not evil all the days of her life. She was also supportive. She was supportive. She understood to support the right things. She understood to, to, to be standing righteously meant that, hey, we needed to support in the right direction. That means whenever your children come home and they, they want to share a verse with you or they want to talk about God, hey, praise God that they do. We oftentimes think about childhood and we think about children. I'm, I'm about to get into this stage where our children are about to play sports and they're about to enjoy all those things, but I was telling our Sunday school class this morning. On our way to church, we were listening to a song entitled, I Can Go In. And there's a part of that song, the entire song is one that kind of builds up to a specific spot, but there's a part of that song that talks about the blood of Christ. And as Jackson was going to the store with me this morning and then to the church, he began to ask all these questions about the blood of Christ. And he was, he was explaining all of these many things and he just recently learned, he said, Dad, I just learned that after I, get after I get saved, I've got to get baptized. And so he's asking all these questions, and he's right there, and can I share with you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hoop and holler whenever he hits his first home run or whenever he makes his first basket or whenever he goes and he, he makes a goal or whatever, I'm going to be proud of him. But the moment he accepts Christ, you're going to see a different happy side of me. Can I share with you that I already know what's going to come down when it comes to my wife, I'm going to see whenever Jackson gets saved, when Holly gets saved, the tears are going to stream down her eyes. And she's going to say, hey, I'm thankful for sports, but I'm more thankful for this. Can I encourage you this morning, mothers, that we need some mothers who are going to stand righteously. Hey, it's okay if you're not always the cool mom. As long as your children are living for God and doing what God would have for their lives. Sometimes I remember looking back, I remember whenever... Growing up in a home, there were a couple times. How many of you have a brother or sister? All right, how many of you, you, you just know that you are the favorite child of the family? Yes, I'm right there with you. I know it. Listen, look, my brother, my sister, they can try to say that they're the, they're, they're the favorite, but I just know I'm the favorite. Every child says that, don't they? But I'll tell you right now, I remember me and my brother button heads all the time growing up. And we would argue and we would bicker and we would do this and do that. And there were just some things that did not fly when Mama was around. And she would straighten us out. And she stood. And she, I remember there was a time whenever something slipped out of our mouths. And she looked at me. And she said, you will not. Just like that, too. Because the, 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 you will You know, you don't even understand what she's saying. You just know what she's saying is, you Yes, ma'am. And she'd say that. I won't say that. But I grew up, hey, there were just some things that would not fly because, hey, we need some moms to stand righteously. Can I encourage you mothers, number one, to stand righteously? Number two, we see that she sacrificed regularly. Notice what the Bible says in verses 13 on down. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar off. 
Bible says in verse 15, She riseth also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field, and buyeth it with the fruit of her hand. She planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good, her candle goeth not out by night. She sacrificed regularly. The word sacrifice means to give up for the sake of others and considerations. If you were to define mothers that are represented this morning, I'm sure that you would say that she sacrificed her time because she had to go and go to the grocery store occasionally. She would have to go and she'd have to shop. She'd have to make sure that everything was taken care of. And she'd sacrifice all of what she desired to make sure that her children were taken care of, to make sure that the husband was taken care of, to make sure that everything in the home was done well. And she would sacrifice regularly. This morning, I have no doubt in my mind that in this auditorium this morning, we are gathered together with mothers who have sacrificed time and time again. Can I share with you, if you are a child who has a mother here this morning that is with you in this service, can I encourage you to thank your mother for the sacrifices, daily sacrifices. You know, sometimes we, growing up, I, I know I've said this, I'm sure everyone has, but there were some times when I would take for granted things that I thought were just a, a little thing that my mom would sacrifice. And I'd say, oh, I mean, I'm used to it now. She, she, doesn't she always do that? doesn't mean it's not a sacrifice. doesn't mean it's not a sacrifice. There are so many times in our lives when we don't even realize that our mothers have sacrificed. I know that there are times whenever my mom and my mother-in-law now will sacrifice their times to not only help their children, but now to help their grandchildren. This mother. Number three, we see in verse 19, and I just want to share these with you quickly this morning. I know some of you have family in. The Bible says, She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold this distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor, yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. Number three, we see that she served repeatedly. Serving, serving the home, serving the family, serving the children, making sure day after day after day. Can I share with you that days will be different. Times will change. There are days whenever your children might act out or your husband and you might get into an argument, but the amazing thing is day after day after day still serves. It's an amazing thing a selfless thing if you really look at it. And you begin to think about mothers, and some of you have a mother who is so selfless that she serves constantly. We see this example of mothers and how it speaks to the home, but it also speaks to the, the parenting of the children and bringing them understanding, hey, not only did she serve her family, but also we see that it's a biblical example because we, we understand that she also served the Lord. What a teaching there. To have mothers who will train their children by serving, but also being a servant and having that servant's heart by relaying that, hey, I want to serve the Lord, and her children begin to see those things. What a blessing. Number four, we see this. In verse number 26, the Bible says this. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She spoke respectfully. Respectfully. Whenever I am talking to people, I will say, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. That's what I was raised to say, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. I will come in contact with some people who will 
look at me, usually women who will say, oh, please don't call me mayhem. And I'll always say that's what I was raised to do. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. Respectfully. In verse number 26, the Bible says, She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. And I encourage you mothers to make sure that your tongues are filled with kindness. You know, it's always easy to pick something apart. It's always easy to, to be critical of something else or to be critical of someone, but it's a rare thing anymore whenever someone could pick something apart that they shed grace instead. And this woman right here that we find in Proverbs 31 was one who spoke respectfully to all. It wasn't just some, it was all. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Notice what the Bible says in verse number 27. Number 5, we see that she was selflessly repeating this. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Not the bread of idleness. Every single day she woke up ready to do the same thing. Every single day she woke up ready to be a mother. Every single day she woke up ready to serve the Lord and love the Lord and do all the things that God had called her to do. Every single day that mother just sacrificed herself, making sure that her family was cared for. And then the final thing we see in verses 28 on down, you say, well, how was she able to do this? The Bible says, her children arise up and call her blessed, her household also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. Notice this next phrase, because this answers the question. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. See, the thing that stood out about this mother, separated her from all the others, is that she feared the Lord. Many of you have a God-fearing mother that you can call mom. Can I encourage you to praise the Lord for it? Praise the Lord for it. Listen, I, I appreciate mothers who will take a stand for their, her children and say, hey, by the grace of God, I'm going to raise you how the Lord has called us to raise you, and I'm going to do what, the, what is best for you, even if that isn't the popular thing all the time. Well, mama, why? Because I fear the Lord. I fear what could happen with you if I don't. I love the Lord, and I want to make sure that you're taken care of and that you're cared for. The Bible says in verse number 1 of Proverbs 31, the prophecy that his mother taught him. There was much teaching in this mother's life. There was much that went into it. This morning, I just simply want to encourage you mothers that are in attendance this morning. Proverbs 31, though it may be dealt with specifically about being a virtuous woman, how about we determine by the grace of God those who are in attendance that are mothers this morning to be a virtuous mother. A mother that fears the Lord. A mother that cares for her children. For those of you who have a mother in attendance, it would probably be good for you to let your mom know you love her. To let you know that you're blessed. We saw some of these videos, and these videos only represent about 30 seconds of really what moms really mean to their, parents, or their children. Jackson and Holly love mama. Holly wants to be just like Mama. I think about Kelly, and Kelly wants to be just like her mom. I'm sure those of you who have a mother that is in attendance or even away, that you want to be just like your mom. And I'm sure that your mama wanted to be like her mom. And so can I encourage you, if they're going to model themselves after you, that you determine by the grace of God you're going to be a mother that's virtuous, that fears the Lord, a different kind of mother than we see in this world this mother.
Lord, we do thank you. I pray that you'd help us this morning. Lord, we're so thankful for your goodness to us. Lord, without you, Lord, we wouldn't even be able to celebrate Mother's Day. Lord, we'd be fretting, fearing, scared. I pray that you'd help us. Guide us and direct us. We have the invitation. We'll thank you for it. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.